Welcome back to the Thrill of Victory podcast. My name is Seth Yates, and joining me as always is the legendary Will Fain. Before we get started, we have a special shout out that we got to make. With this podcast, we have access to the analytics behind it, and we can see the amount of views episodes are getting and where they're coming from, just so you can kind of get a regional demographic. And we have a reoccurring listener from Belgium. So we just wanted to give you a shout out. We appreciate the love. You know, email the show, thethrillov at gmail.com. You know, we'd love to get in contact with you. Today, Will, we have a special guest, close friend of mine, host of the Broken Filter podcast, Alan. Alan, how are you doing today? Doing great, Seth. Uh, thank you, uh, both of you guys, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Doing great. Oh, it'll be, be another great episode. So one thing that colleges get to do is they'll do these foreign tours every four years as a chance to kind of go overseas, explore a new part of the, the country with a, their team and it, every four years. So everybody gets to go one time. And Alan, you were lucky enough to get to go with the Oregon State Beavers this year, literally two months after I left. So <laughs> what was that like? Where did you guys go? It was great. Uh, I pretty much took your spot. Um <laughs> But yeah, I was lucky enough to get on the trip uh, as a team manager. That doesn't happen very often, but uh, it was great. We went to Italy. Uh, we went to multiple different cities. Um, started off in Milan, took a day trip to Lake Como, and then to Venice, and then spent a couple nights in Florence, and then lastly in Rome. Which which one of those would you say was kind of your favorite spot to visit? Because you know Italy is kind of a dream for a lot of people. There's a lot of beautiful spots there. I'm sure you got a lot of a lot of interesting things that you got to see, a lot of like bucket list views. Yeah, I mean, I mean, every everywhere you go, there's like a a historical uh, like monument that you know that you heard of your whole life and you really want to go to. It's a bucket list place to go to, but of all of them, I would say Florence was my favorite. Um, I liked how it was very unique compared to all the other ones. Milan and Rome are more uh, big cities and um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get to spend a lot of time in Lake Como or, Flo- or Venice, but those were really pretty, too. But Florence had a, a lot of history. I went to a really uh, beautiful palace where Napoleon, I guess, resided for at, at one point in time, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, I just love that it's a big city, but it's also got that small town feel in it. And just the fact that I'm in Italy, um, you know, for free makes everything 100 times better. Yeah, nothing beats that. Uh, what would be some like what are the some team building activities that y'all did during the whole trip? Uh, we had a lot of team meals and uh, guided tours as a whole group. We had a really large group of like thirty to forty people, but um, you know, just seeing all these places as a group and getting to share these experiences definitely uh, helps the team bond and uh, helped everyone get to know each other because you know there was a lot of people on that trip that I didn't know and. With so many new players, um, we definitely needed something like that. Hey, Alan, what would be uh, as a, your managerial duties in Italy? I feel like those changed a little bit than just being at Oregon State, like on a daily basis. What would be some things that were kind of different? And then, what uh, what different coaches would you say you work with with the most? So yeah, my job did change a lot once we went over to Italy. Um, it I think it, I had uh, more responsibilities. Um, I had to do the laundry, uh, which is pretty nasty, uh, especially when you're in Italy. I had to walk to a laundromat with all the laundry in, in the bags with me. Um, 
and uh, I, I I took on a lot more responsibility, which I enjoyed because I felt more a part of the group than I had ever before. And uh, you know, a lot of people were asking for my help, whether it was going to run an errand for a player or helping um, count up the the players, making sure they're all here, they're present. And uh, during the games, uh, I had to do um, the waters by myself. You know, hand the players water, uh, wipe up the sweat on the ground. Um, so do, having to do both of those at the same time is a little bit hard. But, um, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a challenge for sure. I was definitely exhausted by the end of the trip. But uh, it felt it felt um, I felt satisfied with the work that I had done and how much I had helped out uh, the team. And as far as the coaches and who I work with the most, it probably have to be um, Coach Thompson, who's our uh, player de- development guy and player personnel coordinator now, and Coach Revenow. And uh, I would say Coach Revenow because he uh, has asked us to learn how to do Hoops IQ, which is a statting software, which is another another thing I've enjoyed uh, learning this summer. Um, you know, taking on another responsibility other than sports code and the basic manager duties, learning how to stat has been a really cool experience so far. So those two guys, um, those two coaches are the, the, the coaches I work with the most. That's right. Speaking of a lot of new players, Alan, there's a lot of new faces for the Beavs this season. What was kind of your takeaway from getting to watch these games? Cause these aren't just vacation trips. These are, you're getting to see new places, but then you're also playing teams. So kind of who did you guys play? And then what was, What's kind of your takeaway from what you saw from the Beavs? So uh, the first team we played was actually a streetball team from uh, Livorno, which is just an hour outside of uh, Florence, I think. Was it? Yeah, it was Florence. And uh, that team was pretty good. You know, they're a streetball team, but they have they had a, you know, they got some grown men on their team and they were, they played really hard. I think we only beat them by, you know, 13 points. Um, From that first game that I saw was, you know, we definitely looked a little bit, uh, rusty just because we had uh, not a lot of time to prepare uh, since we landed uh, from when we landed in Italy to our first game. But I loved uh, what I saw from uh, as far as energy wise and effort wise from the team. I think we the, the fact that we were on a trip around the globe uh, already brought good positive energy to the game. And I think that carried over to our second uh, and third games. Our second game was against Stella Azura. And I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, right before we played Stella, uh, Bronny James and Sierra Canyon, their club team, was over there for the Axe Euro Tour. And unfortunately, we didn't get to play the exact same team they did, but uh, we played in the same gym, and that was a pretty cool experience too. Uh, we, bl- we blew that team out. That was a great team win. Uh, a lot of good things came from, from that game. And then our last game was uh, against a Serie A uh, Division II team called Latina. And we lost that game by three points, but uh, that was that game definitely had the, big, the most takeaways from it, both positive and negatives. Um, I think we played really great, and I'm, you know, it made me even more excited for the season to start. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to see what you guys have because being there last season and just get, kind of getting to see the freshmen that we're bringing in and the new players that are joining there, there mm. was a lot to be excited about. I really liked. You know the energy, the talent that the young guys were bringing, but they were also just really good guys to be around, just really fun kind of guys that I really think fit Coach Tinkle's system. 
in the way that he wants to play. So I'm, I'm really excited to follow and, and see what they do this year. Yeah, I agree. We got a great group of guys that have good character, um, you know, high character people and are uh, willing to work hard. And I think that's exactly what Stinkle was looking for. Without, uh, throughout those few games you all played in Italy and everything, what were some of the takeaways you had of like just that young core kind of gelling together throughout those games? You know, some of those growing pains you have with young athletes or anything of that nature? Well, first thing I noticed was that, uh, you know, I can immediately tell that they love playing with each other, especially the five freshmen. Um, they just, every time they're, they're on the floor together, they're having a great time. Um, you know, like you said, there's always some growing pains when it's uh, such a, uh, so many new players in such a brand new group. But um, I think, you know, that, that'll eventually work. It's work. We'll, we will work through it. And the fact that they just love playing with each other and they're out there to, to get better and win games. Um, I think in, in the end, it'll prove to be a great, uh, a great team. And then what would be, what was probably like the living situation while yeah, we're over there in Italy? Cause I know one of the, the, my favorite stories about Seth is when he was a manager at A&M and they had a road trip and he stayed in the same room as Savion Flag. And he asked Savion if there was like, if he minded, like if he played music while he went to sleep or anything. And so like, what, what song did you play at like full blast for, for Savion? So I said, Hey, are you, is it cool if I play music while we go to sleep? He said, yeah, that's fine. So I, played neon moon as loud as i possibly could on my phone sat it on the pillow and <laughs> rolled over away from him so no no like, out loud on the phone no just out loud and when i said like obviously oh, we're in two queens so i rolled over not facing him trying to control my laughter and i let it go on for about 20 30 seconds before i rolled over <laughs> and he's just staring at me like are you kidding me <laughs> and you were joking right uh, you, 100 i turned it off i was like i had to <laughs> That would have been hilarious. Um, but, you know, I had, a, I had a roommate. I was with the new Seth, um, our new GA. And uh, you know, it was fine. It was super nice bed or, you know, hotel room, nice hotel. Um, after a while, though, just sharing a space for someone or with someone uh, for, for a long period of time in a foreign country did get a little exhausting. Um, especially because you don't, you don't have... Uh, you know, all the access to your snacks, um, your cozy bed, your TV, your, you know, whatever it is you'd like to do at night. Yeah. Uh, you kind of just have to suck it up. But, uh, you know, I can't complain, especially because it was all expenses paid for. So. And, and you're in Italy. I'm in Italy, you know. No, I 100% get that. Whenever we went on our run two years ago and we went from the conference championship to the tournament all the way to the elite eight we spent 20 i think it was 28 straight days in hotels Ooh. it was it was awesome right because we we're in indy we we're in vegas for the tournament indy for the ncaa tournament but i was i absolutely loved that first night back in my bed yeah at some point i, I you kind of just start to feel a little gross right it's like it, it just it didn't feel like home yeah even though i'd been in the same room for like 10 days and like it was my stuff everywhere like this is my space but it didn't feel like home i was like i miss my bed yeah definitely something i'm gonna have to get used to these next three years oh, yeah, absolutely you gotta, gotta learn to sleep in hotel alan i know you personally you've had quite the busy summer haven't you yeah man it's, I'm, I'm 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 done i'm done 
I'm from the t- from the time that school ended till now, how many different basketball camps have you worked? So school ended. Uh, I worked five camps total. Five camps, and where at were all these camps? Uh, I'll go in order: Stanford, Oregon, Oregon State, uh, the Damian Lillard camp, and Gonzaga. Pretty notable Power Five schools. Some big, big names there. Yeah, Some big names you. there. Yeah. What What have you noticed, kind of like from all of these camps? I know, you know, like the main part of camp is the same. It's about the kids. It's about teaching the kids and having fun with them and doing that. What was the biggest difference that you noticed from all five camps that you worked? Uh, I guess the people who I was working with, um, that was probably the biggest difference. Some people were uh, just had a different way about going or of, of going about things uh, during the camp. And uh, also the, you know, the facilities of each school just there's a lot of them were different which is really cool um other than that i I mean kids were pretty much the same Mm -hmm. so kids like luckily i I did get to coach high school kids for the gonzaga one which is a little bit more of a it was a little more relaxing i guess um but other than that i guess just working with so many different people and getting to know different types of personalities and seeing the differences between each campus and each each facility was probably the biggest the biggest thing and some of that downtime during some of those camps where uh were you able to like you know pick some things out from different coaches that you were able to connect with or so i got to meet uh mark few uh that was a pretty cool experience um he gave you know like a little 15 minute speech to the kids but after that i got to talk to him for about five minutes uh you know just I told him a little bit about, my, about myself and he just told me to keep working hard. He's a very uh, easygoing guy, but um, I had a good time talking to him for a little bit. And then, you know, the support staff of each school was great to talk to as well. These guys do a lot of the dirty work behind the scenes. And, you know, that's kind of what I'm doing right now as a team manager, but they're just doing it at a much higher level. Um, so they were great to talk to too. And, you know, that's, that goes from director of operations guys to the, um, athletic assistants or, you know, assistant coaches, but a lot of these guys have different um, roles in their organization. And I was just lucky enough to pick their brain. So you said you worked the Damian Lillard camp. Yeah. You know that guy? Yeah. I think, I think I've heard of him. I think he's a pretty good rapper from, from what I've heard. Once, once or twice I've heard, heard his name through the grapevine anyways. What was that like? And did you actually get to meet Dame and talk to him a little bit? Yeah. So, First of all, shout out Langston Morris Walker for hooking me up with that with that gig at the Dame camp. Um, it was a great experience. I did get to meet Dame uh, through Langston. Uh, I'll just quickly summarize what happened. I was just I was helping Langston sell Adidas merchandise at the camp, and I guess Damien needed a pair of shoes and a shirt. And you know, Langston just brought him over, and he's like, "Alan's is Dame. Dame's is Alan." Capped him up, gave him his pair of shoes. He said, I appreciate it. And my that's the whole reason I was there, you know, other than <laughs> to, to meet different people and coach kids. That was, you know, I wanted to meet Dame. And luckily enough, I got to do that. It was awesome. And for our listeners, that's, that's Damien Lillard, the starting point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. And rapper, Dame Dalla. Best rapper in the NBA. 
Uh, oh, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> Going to throw Alonzo like that? <laughs> well, dude, Marcus or no, the Marvin Miles. Bagley, Marvin yeah. Bagley, Miles yeah, Bridges. Marvin Bagley the third, Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges too. Is the Marcus smarter rapper too? I'm pretty yeah, sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm pretty sure Marcus has a song too. They all want to be rappers. <laughs> Everybody, you can't play 2K nowadays without starting your rap career. I know. D- Damien's the only valid one. Damien's good. Well, I mean, Shaq's the only one that has a uh, that went <laughs> platinum. That's right. That's right. Didn't Dame perform at the All Star game? Yeah, I think he did. Did wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's big time. So you, you made it. You go out there, put on a show for the fans. You don't even need to go for the halftime speech like Evan McPherson. You just stay out there and perform. <laughs> yes, sir. Exactly like Devin McPherson. But no one's no one's stopping the ball, brothers. Sorry. <laughs> so, Alan, you're not just a manager at Oregon State. You are also the host of your very own podcast, the Broken Filter Podcast, which if you go listen to episode two, you'll get to hear Alan's interview with me. It's a riveting episode. Still. Still have it on repeat sometimes when I go to bed. <laughs> Alan, what is it like operating a podcast? It's it's so much fun, but it's definitely not as easy as it as it may sound. Um, you know, ha- carrying a conversation and finding interesting uh, topics to talk about is probably mm-hmm. the, one of the hardest things. It's probably the hardest thing about the podcast. You know, like those actual software and. Um, all the logistics of the technology is that's fairly easy, but um, you know, either way it's, it's, it's a fun experience. You get to interview a lot of people and um, I enjoy it. It's been a great experience so far. I definitely have to agree with you just from us doing this podcast for a little bit. Now we've had some really good conversation and some really good insight that I don't think we would have had, you know, had we not had this platform where we could kind of have an interview kind of like this and mm-hmm. just kind of talk about it. Well, we've had, um miss bella martin talk about crossfit we had thomas davis and playing basketball internationally and what's what that's like and then we had the footwork king himself kind of talking about tra- nfl training and football and all that goes into that it was just different layers of stuff that you don't normally think about or don't ever really consider when you're you're just watching football or basketball or yeah. you're doing crossfit just so it's much fun. more and it's been a lot of fun. I definitely have to agree with you on that. It's important to have variety in your podcast too, you know. Where can the people find the Broken Filter podcast? So it's only on Spotify. I don't know where you guys is. I know you guys is on Spotify, but mine's exclusively on Spotify. So I'm oh. basically like it's like sponsored, you know, but um but yeah, it's found <laughs> on Spotify or uh, the link to it's on the Instagram, Broken Filter Pod. Um yeah, man. We'll be sure to link uh, his podcast page in this episode as well. So you, everybody, be sure to go give it a listen. Alan does a lot of sure. does a lot of great things at Oregon State. He's got a great podcast. He's a hard worker. He's definitely somebody that's got a bright future in this industry. Alan, yes. real quick before we before we let you go here, who is kind of your role model in you know college basketball, and why is that answer me? <laughs> <laughs> you're just so great so i can't get enough of you no oh, stop it you're making me blush <laughs> oh man <laughs> well alan we've really appreciated having you on thank you for you know taking time on this this busy day shortly after your birthday 
to you know, hop on here with us and just kind of talk about Italy and talk about the, the basketball and what it's like. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me and uh, excited to hear the rest of these episodes. You guys are doing great. Appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. <laughs> Will, this has been fun. Alan, we thank you again. We'll see you by next week. Bye.